Still Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We are in the Gospel Project Unit 22, Session 4, Day 5, reading from John chapter 9, verses 35 through 41. In actuality, we are summarizing today all of John chapter 9 using the Dig and Discover principles and using uh, Dig and Discover principles together uh, to come up with the melodic line. And so the melodic line puts many of the previous principles together in order to discover several things. So what we want to do is we want to discover what is the tone, what is the main idea of the passage, what is the transformational intent. Okay, so with the tone, it's the attitude of the author towards his topic. And we talked about this yesterday in tone and mood. The main idea, a summary statement of the author's message, and the transformational intent, a summary statement of the change God is seeking through the author's message. So we talked about tone and mood yesterday. So when you think about the melodic line, it's recognizing the the um, uh, the melody, the the theme of this particular passage. And we talked about tone yesterday, the attitude of the author towards the topic. So today we're going going to look at in melodic line, just main idea and transformational intent. This is a very succinct summary statement of what's going on in the text, both what the author intends, the author's message, and then how the reader should respond. And, and that's the transformational intent. All scripture is written so that you and I might be transformed, but we have to, and it's another one of the principles, we have to do traveling instructions. So we can't just say, what does this passage mean to me? We actually have to go back and we've got to look at the author's intent and the reader's response before we actually can understand and begin to apply the text to our own lives. And so as we're looking at the entire passage of John chapter 9, in your gospel project, at the very beginning of session four, uh, you'll have you'll see on that page it says uh, Jesus heals a man born blind. The background passage is John chapter nine, and then session in a sentence. This is actually the gospel project's summary of the main idea. I think what you'll realize is that you know it's very good from week to week, a good summary of the main idea, but I think you'll realize that you probably can improve on that as you study and, and say what really is happening here. So this is the main idea from the Gospel Project. Um, the session in the sentence is this. In the healing of the man who was born blind, Jesus revealed that he is the light who has come into the world to remove darkness. So that is uh, how the Gospel Project summarizes the, the main idea uh, of the passage. And I think they do a decent job summarizing the main idea. I'm wondering today what you would add to that or how you might change that, um, that main idea. Again, it should be a very succinct statement. Usually I like starting the main idea with, with God as the main actor. You know, or in this case, since it's a gospel narrative, Jesus. And then what I um, generally like to, to, to do um, is that that main idea is, um, is summarized in just one simple sentence. That's, that is best if you can reduce that to a single sentence. 
And so looking at this particular passage, we could start out with God. And, and usually I try to make it active rather than passive because God is the actor. God is doing something. Um, so we could say here possibly that, um, that Jesus reveals that he is the Messiah, the light come into the world to remove darkness, sin, and the stain of the curse. Um, so you might want to, to look at that. I said darkness, certainly that, that points to the blindness, the physical blindness. But sin, I mean, sin is what the Messiah is, um, is, re, is actually, he's revealing that he's actually taking away. And then the stain of the curse, which is that blindness, the effects of the curse. Um, so, so we could play with this a little bit more. We probably together, if we were in a small group, could come up with a good main idea summary statement. That's where Bible study gets really interesting because there can be a, a good friendly debate as you really work with the words and come down to what is that main idea and how do we make it concise? How do we make it clear? Um, how do we make it active um, in reflecting the main idea. That tone, too, should be reflected in that main idea, and that's kind of a check and a good discussion to have in your small group. Does this main idea reflect the tone of the author? And then finally, there's the transformational intent. It's a summary statement of the change God is seeking through the author's message. So what is it that God intends to change? Um, in, in this. Again, it's another clear, concise statement of the transformational intent. And I'm going to leave this up for you to think about um, today. What is God intending to change? Was this passage the transformational intent? Is it about the blind man? Um, is it about the neighbors? Is it about the disciples? Um, is it about the, the Pharisees? What is God doing in this text as John records this historical event of Jesus healing this blind man? What's the change that is expected as you read this passage and understand this passage? Can you put that in a one-sentence summary statement of the change that God desires in the lives of the readers, and in your life, and in those that you study the Bible with, in your household, uh, uh, that God is doing something through his word. His word is powerful. And when you begin to put all these dig and discovery um, uh, principles together, this is that moment of truth. This is where you really understand, you really get down to, this is what this passage means, and this is how God's intending to transform us through this passage, and then you can move that finally to that step of application. This is what we are going to do, become, change, repent. Um, here's the action as a result of studying this passage together. It's an amazing thing, but it takes some work. And the, the wonderful thing about this is that no longer are you dependent upon external resources but rather, as you study the Word of God in this way, now it really becomes a part of who you are. Um, you're not just listening to someone and agreeing with what they say about the passage. You know, that's, it's wonderful to listen to podcasts 
and teaching and to go to small group and listen to others. But when you have dug into God's word, God's word becomes a part of who you are as you listen, learn, and apply the word of God. Mercy, we shall meet.